0: You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KCCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com.
1: Yes, it's Wednesday morning. We're listening to Ezra Charles and the words. Good morning, Montgomery County. It is Wednesday morning and it is hopping. That is my boogie-woogie tagline music, and I love it. And I got a guest. Cameron, don't go on her yet. Stay off. Don't. We don't know how that will be taken on Facebook, but she has got some jamming-looking face expressions going on right now. I don't think, Jake, I don't think we've ever had a guest that either the feet weren't tapping, the body, the boogie-woogie, <laughs> and some of them are actually standing up. Has anybody ever just sat there going? Ezra Charles, I mean, it's... It's a classic legend. It gets me going when I edit your show, too. Even the one young lady here that was going, well, it is kind of older type music. She said that, but her head was bobbing. So, you know what? Whatever, little girl. Go away, little girl. Okay, no singing today. I am not going to be as wild as I was last week. Last Wednesday, I was stupid. We were off the chain. We had Sean Johnson in here, the city of Conroe. Oh, my Lord. We were just, we were on fire. For all you Spanish speakers out there, in fuego, baby, in fuego. And we were cutting up and silly. So go back, go to YouTube, go to Montgomery County Lifestyle YouTube page and find that show with Sean and I. First of all, Sean Johnson's wonderful. I love her. Her and her husband do so much behind the scenes for, for the community. Jermaine does so much for kids, so much for kids. Any kid, kid with money, kid with no money. But, yes, he does focus in on a lot of the kids that don't have some of the economic opportunities that other ones do. But Sean with the city of Conroe, this bus, this future, um, um, what do you call it, parking ride into Houston, that's her baby, her brainchild. And I know I was talking to one person one time who, who kind of was with local media and stuff and kind of didn't feel that we really needed a bus. Okay, if 80 to 90 cents of every dollar spent is federal and state money, back off. There's a lot of people. I've seen people. I know people that get to the hospital, get to Lone Star Community, our family you know Lone Star family Lone Star what is it Lone Star family health there you go thank you I'm losing my mind I've seen people get jobs get to Walmart it's cool so go check that out and then we had Paulina on here and we had trade dealer of inspired productions Texas Taco Margarita festival there's a lot going on in this community I got to thank you people out there for sharing these shows and sharing when I say hey Tune in in 15 minutes and, and, and you're sharing it and people are seeing it and I've got people reaching out to me or that that have great stories and they want to be on the radio and they want to tell their story or they want to tell their friend's story or they have a friend who's running a nonprofit or they have a friend who has a business and they think they deserve some publicity. That's what Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arzati radio and TV is about. I'm lucky. I get to be the face and the voice, but you are lucky because you get good content. So, if you want to be on the show, send me a message. Call me. If you got a friend or you got an idea, hey, man, holler at me. Elected officials, y'all can come on. I got Phil Cash, Constable coming on pretty soon. I got Judge Claudia Laird coming on Friday. Uh, I'm so excited that in a couple of weeks, in the next two weeks, there are some people... Who are announcing their candidacy for positions in Montgomery County right here, baby? Announcements coming to you live. Jake, would that be called a world premiere since we're worldwide on irlonestar.com? That's a world premiere, isn't it? I think technically, yes. Yes. Technically, yes. That would be so considered a world So if somebody's coming premiere. on here and they're going to go, I'm running for, or I'm running for, that's a world premiere. Yeah. Because we're a worldwide. Broadcasting studio. And we're TV. Yeah. Channel 12, Sudden Link. Yeah. YouTube video goes worldwide, archive forever. SoundCloud, or not SoundCloud, sorry, Google Play and iTunes. And iTunes. So, do I need to get a red carpet in here, maybe? And <laughs> <laughs> paparazzi? We can get a little strobe going or something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe we can get, you know, Andy Dubois Andy. and Catherine Dominguez of the, you know, courier to come hang out and see what's yeah. going on. I mean, we'll have to approve it by dick, but yeah, I don't see why he would care. I don't have to approve anything. That's public right there. We're going to have paparazzi out there going, who is it? Who is it? We're going to have to sneak him in the back door. We don't have a back door. <laughs> Conroe Coffee does.
2: Oh, oh yeah. now they're going
1: to be camped out back there. Yeah, Because you, know you know, that little short guy with the beard, with the receding hairline, you know that guy, that ghost rider for that blog down in the Woodlands, he's going to be hiding out there in his car. He's going to be hiding. I don't know his name. I need to know his name. I'll call him out. He's a ghost rider Short guy with a beard Come on short guy with a beard With a receding hairline Woo! Mr. artsy fartsy guy I mean come on When you're a ghost rider And you're you know Talking smack Smack on one of those Crazy blogs You gotta be called out Right Cool Alright folks Man there's so much going on We are gonna go ahead And take our break right now I'm not gonna hold back Because my guest today I'm gonna go ahead and tell you now It's Melanie Bush CISD Board of Trustees Business owner uh, Mentor to people this is the kind of story that we want. So if you're out there going, well, I do that too? Call me. You can come on here too. Uh, but we're going to find out a lot that's going on with CSD. It's real important. They just had a really, really big meeting and a lot of incredible things were done. And let's face it, our future is our youth, and that's what it's all about. So you're listening to Montgomery County Live last with Nathan Arizadeh. Melanie Bush will be on here on Lone Star Community Radio, your community radio. We'll be right back.
2: Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas.
1: All righty, Montgomery County. Here's what I forgot to tell you. Good morning and thank you for listening. Splendora, Tamina, The Woodlands, Magnolia, Montgomery, Willis, New Waverly, Cut and Shoot, uh, Cleveland, and of course worldwide. Everybody in Montgomery County, That's what this show is about. This show is about Montgomery County. Yeah, Eric Estes, I'm losing my mind. Do you have a problem with that? Okay, come on. I haven't seen you on the show yet. I haven't seen you at the door. If y'all don't know who Eric Estes is, he is probably the craziest, goofiest, funniest, and most gracious supporter of mine. He watches and listens every day, and if he can't, he sends me a message and says, I slept late because I'm old and my body doesn't move very well. You know, and... You know, he had some issues. I said, what were the issues? He said, depends. I said, depends on what? He goes, no, I ran out of depends. So, anyway. All right, folks. That's the kind of day I'm having right now. Let's dive right in. Melanie Bush, CISD Board of Trustees, and many other things. Welcome. Thanks for being here.
0: Thank you for having me, Nathan.
1: Hey, it's good to have you. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. So, here's what we're going to do. Let's back up and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, starting from where are you from all the way up to today? I
0: uh, grew up mainly in the Garland area. That's where uh, my mom still lives today. I spent five years in North Carolina and Durham uh, when she got remarried at a phase, and I would say that was probably the best five years of my youth. Why? Um, that's when I got saved. Oh. <laughs> so I had a wonderful best friend who was a PK, preacher's kid, and she Brought some faith into my life, but in addition to that, I had a seventh grade algebra teacher that just really lived her faith. Wow! And spoke volumes to me, and so that was when uh, God got a hold of my life and got a hold of my heart. So,
1: how old were you? Thirteen. So you hadn't really—I mean, and by all no, means, not taken please. away, but it's not like you were twenty years old and you know doing no. all kinds of bad things no. that you had to. But, but what better way to have that beginning? Yeah. Me, Liberty, Texas. My dad was driving by, and my. My brother and I were with him, and we went to a James Robinson crusade. We were seven years old. And yes, I look back, and I do know what we did when we accepted mm-hmm. Christ. But it also, several years later, built back in, got mm-hmm. reaffirmed, so to speak, and, and learned more. But God knows I have gone way <laughs> off track many times.
0: I, I did as well. I, but I'm, it's
1: so easy to come back when you have it at a young age.
0: Exactly. And exactly. So. I, I wish that I had the faith that my kids have. You know, they have grown up in the church. I didn't. And uh, my 12-year-old's faith is amazing, and I, I love that about her.
1: There's so I'm seeing that more, and I never was blessed with kids. I think that's why I like doing things in the community where the kids, and that's yeah. why Boudreaux was born. But it's really cool to see recently some of the kids that I felt like, you know, and we hear say our youth is going to heck in a handbasket— I don't think I so. I just, strongly. I think well I think <laughs> the problem between social media and media mm-hmm. I think we just talk about the negative too much. I think we're missing that it's out there. We just need to go talk to it and oh, touch it.
0: Oh, so very much. All you hear about on the news and on social media is is the bad and you you definitely see that we have, you know, the young lady that was just convicted in the bullying and uh, getting her boyfriend to commit suicide and and that is an atrocity that should never occur. Um, But we talk more about that than we talk about the kids that are standing up to the bullies for someone else. And that's, that's what I see when I'm on campus and I'm in the schools and CISD. I see all these amazing kids. They are so compassionate and have such an amazing heart for each other and for our world. And I still say this next generation coming up that just graduated in the most recent years and that's coming are some of our best. Yeah that we've ever had.
1: Well, it's amazing, too, because, you know, people like Cindy Hawkins and, 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 and Tara Trevino and some of the people, and Amanda Bond from the Golden Girls, and then mm-hmm. some of the cheerleaders and the cheerleader mom, Grin Pryor and, and them, because I take pictures of a lot of the CISD yeah. games and stuff, and so I got to know them. And it's really cool to see some of those kids that are so good with each other, with the younger kids, and yeah, they're, they're teenagers. Okay. So they're not always going to be perfect, but they're pretty stinking good.
0: Well, but none of us are perfect, but they're if we were perfect, we wouldn't need a savior. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, none of us are perfect. Yeah. We all screw up as adults. Um, we, we have a phrase in my business. We call those learning opportunities. Yeah. Um, everybody makes mistakes and it's whether or not you choose to learn from them or you choose to stay mired in the self doubt and the, um, Guilt that you have over your mistakes, um, I, I, I worry about our kids growing up in the social media age. Um, every mistake that they make can be broadcast for everybody, and it's so hard to live that down. And so um, my girls know they're not allowed to have social media until they're sixteen. Um, I have become a very firm believer in our thirteen-year-olds don't need to be on Instagram or Facebook or anything Snapchat, Twitter. They really need to be kids.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, I can't. Cool. I can't imagine if all my mistakes
1: have been broadcast. <laughs> Hold on, I'm sure that's gonna happen. We, we can make that happen. Somebody can make that happen. If not, we'll just make it up. Okay, so so that's awesome. Go go from there. Then. So we go moved
0: back to North Carolina uh, from North Carolina to Garland, actually to the exact same house that we had uh, rented out while we were gone, and uh, went to high school in Garland, and so it was a wonderful experience. I uh, lost my aunt, my great aunt, uh, my senior year right before I graduated from high school. And it really impacted my life. Um, I, it shook my faith. I was not prepared for that. Um, My faith was not strong enough to know how to deal with that. And so I ended up staying home and not going away to college. And I went to community college for two years. It was probably the best thing I could have ever done. Um, I loved the education. I got there. I got to meet a variety of people. And then I transferred into SMU and uh, finished out my four-year degree and actually got three degrees in four years. Oh, wow. What'd SMU. you get? Political science, public policy, and economics. Wow. So. Wow.
1: I just went to University of Texas, played too much, played too much soccer, <laughs> played the other side, thought I was the ladies' man, got a C in that. I did not. Maybe a D. <laughs> that was, yeah, phew, stupid me, but okay. So then college. After college. College, you uh
0: do? I I met Alan actually my, my husband my junior year and we dated through uh, college and three months after I graduated uh, we got married. Wow. And he had a year left of law school, so I supported us while he finished law school and then he moved me to North uh to college station for three years and then here to the woodlands.
1: Why college station? Work?
0: at uh, work. Okay. Yeah, his first job out of law school.
1: What kind of law does he practice?
0: He is labor and employment defense oh, side. Okay. Okay, cool, so, cool.
1: I've met him a few times. Yeah, he's, he's a pretty good guy. Okay. I'll keep him. <laughs> got, got a different sense of humor. And that's what I like. That's what I like. Different sense of humor. All right. So then now bring us into, come back to the woodlands and.
0: So we've been here 11 years. Wow. wow. Um, so we recently moved out of the woodlands. We're now in Conroe technically, but um, we, we love it. Uh, I had had a bookkeeping business since my junior year of college. Uh, just been me, and then in 2010, I expanded and started taking on staff. So it's been seven years next month, and we have grown that. Uh, In November of 2009, Alan started his own practice. So we are a two-entrepreneur family with two kids, and uh, I have a team of 18, and he has a team of four.
1: Well, that's awesome. I went to your website because, I mean, I know you and everything like that, but (laughs) this isn't about just... Hey, here's a friend on there. It's, it's, right, That's part of what I want to talk about is the small business side because that's a big thing that I'm a proponent of. The Exxons are great. My dad retired 30 years. But that's not the backbone of America. No, it's not. It's the one it's the mom and pop. Yes, it it's, is. It's that one bookkeeper who then hires a part-time admin, who then turns into full-time, who then gets somebody to answer the phones, who then <laughs> yep. that, that's what and, it's and, about.
0: And that's exactly what happened. Um, I got to a point where I had too much work that I could do and still... Um, At the time, I wanted to be at home. A whole lot I had a two-year-old and didn't want to uh, put her in daycare full-time. I wanted to have that flexible schedule. So I hired my first person on a part-time basis, and it grew from there. By 2012, we were two full-time people and one part-time. And since 2012, it has just taken off exponentially. It has been absolutely incredible. Um, We now have a second office in Georgetown. Uh, It is that small business, and it is Taking that leap of faith, it is amazing what you do when you trust God and know that you're leaning on him to guide it all.
1: So what made you choose Georgetown?
0: Uh, One of my wonderful staff members actually was moving there. Her husband had worked there for three years while her daughter finished up high school at Oak Ridge. And when she graduated, she was going to move out there. So it was the perfect opportunity. We'd been training her up uh Williamson County is a lot like Montgomery County and a what lot that? um northern suburb of Austin but the yep. business community is very similar it is a very close-knit community you really have to get involved in order to um, grow your business uh the Georgetown Chamber is a, a little bit similar I think to the Conroe Chamber it is one that you need to actually be there and connect with people they're relationship based just like everybody here in Montgomery County it's about forming those bonds with people it's not about hey what can you do for me it's about hey how can we grow together
1: so, so i'm going to throw something out there and yeah. and 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 if you disagree or whatever and this is not trying to catch you in anything but that's awesome that's great and i 100 percent agree with you but at what point does it does it ever turn into a click though can it can it get that because i'm i agree with no. you here's one thing about the chamber I've got friends that have joined, so but I never get anything out of it. Really? You don't go to the to the mixers. You don't go to the mix and mingles. You don't go to the classes. Well, the classes are $30. Really? The class was $30, and if you went to that company's online, they'll do the same thing for you for $150. So you've got an eight-hour <laughs> seminar for $30 versus they'll come to your office for $150. Hmm. That's a no-brainer. Or just, you know, when you're out and about mm-hmm. and you see other chamber members. So I'm a Firm believer, it's about relationships. And mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer when you get out and you get involved in the community in nonprofit work. Very much. And if I see you sweating next to me, or if you're at Challenge Air and you're you're crying with that little kid who says, I love mm-hmm. you, that's you know, autistic, down syndrome, crippled, I might think about taking you my bookkeeping business, or I might think about calling John the plumber because I'm like, dude, he's got a heart. Yeah, Eric, exactly. I don't have any mineral rights, so I can't come to you to directional drill my milling rights because I don't have any, but Eric Estes, great supporter. I wish, I mean. Yeah, no. I, I, you build one, one of the frequent
0: uh, complaints that we hear about chambers of commerce in particular is that they are cliquish, and what you, you find is you get into what you get, you give. Right. So if you're involved, you will get out of it, but it's not a matter to me about getting business. It's a matter of forming those relationships. And the business and will come. The business comes from those relationships. Yeah. If you don't focus on what's best for you, but you focus on what's best for others, in the end, you end up getting what yep. you need.
1: And here's what's sad in today's, and, and I don't mean just here locally. I mean, no, yeah, it's here locally. It's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's probably in other countries, is so many people put on that, that false face. Now, yep. I'll back up because we talk about it a lot on my show. I talk about people that are hurting that have on that mask. <gasps> Everything's great. Well, get to know that person because maybe they need you.
0: Hurting people hurt people.
1: Absolutely. That's one of the—I've been saying that. Dr. Mac Brunson, First Baptist Church in Jacksonville. I learned it from him. But the other side of that is that—and and you said it a minute ago, and I know you're for real, and I know there's other friends of mine here for real that love to give God the glory, and then they're like, oh, God, there's another <laughs> one. Because there are those yes. that that's all they do is just, you know— selfie God, picture of so-and-so, but God, God, God. And so but at what point are you praising God? At what point are you using that as a, as a crutch? And I don't know. Well, and, it's not and, our and, job and, to judge faith.
0: No, and that's, that's the key. It's not our job to judge where anyone's coming from. Uh, I know what he's brought me through. I know how devastated I was by my aunt's death. I know how much it shook my faith and how I spent two years hearing God say go right, and I went left because I was mad at him for taking my aunt away, period. Um, I was not happy. And I found that it wasn't about my happiness. It's about being content where he places me, and that's the difference. If I don't focus on where he's leading me, I will screw up and do things out of pride. But if I continue to focus on where he's leading, all of the rest of it's going to work out.
1: See, that's strong that's strong and, and i mean that because <sighs> great mentor of mine jim gentry mm-hmm. and he has busted my chops without ever having to say a negative thing he just led by example he said so okay so that's what you did yep. <laughs> you know i love you and i love you anyway <laughs> and i'm like i just told you that i just did something really bad nope. i just had a thought You know i just wasn't the best husband i definitely wasn't the best you know and he just said i love you anyway Mm -hmm. and And that's all he had to say and i've
0: been blessed i've had two wonderful mentors that have come through my life that have uh, when i was just coming back into my faith really poured into me and taught me how to study the bible and uh, the just deep faith really brought that to fruition and then when Alan and I were in College Station. We had a wonderful couple who mentored both of us in a lot of ways, an incredible man of God and then an incredible lady. And unfortunately, uh, James is no longer with us, but Marilyn still is. And still, I can call her to this day and say, I need to talk. This is what's going on. How do I deal with this? And I screwed up. I did this. Or And she is always there for me. And it's relationships like that that made me desire to be that for someone else. Because when you pour into someone else, yeah. you get back so much more. Yeah.
1: Wow. Well, thank you for being so so honest on that because it's a fine line. It is. Of, of bearing your soul about your faith. Because nowadays you're going to have one side pick you pick you off and say, oh, isn't that cute? Isn't that sweet? And then on the other side, you know, somebody will put you on a pedestal.
0: Oh, and, I and, so don't deserve that. Right, and so it's got to be. In,
1: it's got to be in the middle. Right, and I get it. I, I I know there's people out there that are so humble and so gracious. Somebody puts them on the pedestal. Like, no, no, it's not
0: me. It's not me.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and it's hard. It it is hard sometimes. I
0: have an amazing husband, and I gotta tell you, Nathan Alan keeps me so grounded in that. He is an amazing man of faith. That he he wasn't when we first met. He didn't have that faith. He came to that after we we met and. He had grown up in church, but his faith wasn't like that. And now everything we do centers around, is God really calling us to do this? Is God really leading us this way and truly spending that time in prayer? And when I talk about CISD, when I first wanted to run for the board, I went to Alan and said, I really want to do this. And he said, "Mm, I don't think so. Let's pray about it. And when we prayed about it, he said, no, it's not the time. And I waited and didn't run for two more years because he really felt strongly that it wasn't the time. And he's right. I had a four-year-old at the time that wasn't even in school yet. It wasn't the right time in my life. My business was taking off by leaps and bounds. It w- turned out it wasn't the right time. Yeah. But looking at it at that moment, I was like, oh, I can do this because yeah. I'm, I'm that type of person. I can, do, I can do anything, right? But it wasn't God's time. So then when i went and ran i knew very clearly i i went to alan okay i really would like to do it this time he's like yeah we're good now
1: let's do it and that's good to have that check and balance sometimes it's our spouses sometimes it's our brother it's our parents it's just a really close friend but like you said it's god ultimately it's got to be and and i can see how that would screw up because i know a lot of people on different boards Mm -hmm. and they're terrible board members because they're never involved they gotta be involved. You gotta watch her you board. gotta watch her. And engagement. I have no idea what it's like to be on a CSD board. I don't mean so much that. There's right. I'm sure everybody's doing no, a great any job. Non-profit any, board, any nonprofit any board, any any
0: volunteer position, yeah. if you've gotta be on all in.
1: Okay. now is it the half hour where we take our couple of minute break, weather, traffic, and all that stuff. So here's what I wanna do. When we come back, mm-hmm. let's let's dive in. We kind of leave the bookkeeping side of it. Let's dive okay. into CSD. Let's kind of really talk as much as we can about that. Okay. Because I think that's what a lot of people want to hear about is our kids. I'd love to talk cool. about that. Folks, Montgomery County last on Nathan Erzotti on Lone Star Community Radio with Melanie Pryor Bush of Better Bookkeepers. And more importantly, CSD Board of Trustees taking a break. Go do whatever you got to do. We'll be right back.
2: A lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk
1: That boogie woogie is kind of cool, but did y'all hear that last sponsorship promo? Yes. You're listening to live jazz right here on Lone Community Radio. Oh my god! Every single time she comes on, Eric, don't you agree? Is that not insane? Stephanie, I know you're listening. That wasn't your voice, was it? Stephanie, was that your voice? Oh, my God. Guys, don't y'all think I need to get her to record my promos? I'd probably get twice the listeners, probably have 17 sponsors beating down my door. Man, when's that jazz show that she advertises, Jake? It's Sunday, Sunday evenings. From when? Um, Okay, here's the deal, folks. (laughs) Go to Lone Star Community Radio Facebook page, go to ourlonestar.com and find out Sunday when that jazz show is, okay, and just listen, because that promo is insane, Okay. I'm going to listen to it Sunday. Okay. Now that I got that off my chest. Golly, <laughs> Melanie, that was just something. 7 p.m. 7, 7 PM. p.m. All right, guys. With I want to see CC those ratings. CC Holmes. CC Holmes. I want to see those ratings go through the roof for that jazz show. Oh, sorry. Saturday and Sunday, and it's 327. 327. Okay. okay. Now that the engineer got it together. All right, folks, we were talking to Melanie Bush, CISD uh, 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 trustee. We're going to dive right in. we got a lot to talk about. Let's talk about our kids. This is your time. What's going on with the CISD? What's going on with Conor Penn School District?
0: Uh, so this, this year was a much better year. I think everybody knows 2015 was a very rough year with uh, several suicides, and we had a real hard time with that. The theme for this year, Dr. Stockton laid out, was kindness. And I think you saw a complete shift in our campuses. One of the things that I loved was their focus on resiliency. Um, what we're we're seeing in these kids is where they're kind of burning out, and you know, junior year is a tough year. It's the last year right before you put in those <laughs> college applications. The, the intern over here shaking his head. Um, it, it's really just that rough year, and so we really wanted to focus back this past year in 2016 on helping our kids learn those coping mechanisms, building that resiliency. Um, at the elementary level, I loved hearing my kid, um, we were playing a video game the other day on the phone and, um, I just was not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> I was not being successful with it at all. And, uh, she said, I said, I give up, I'm, I'm done. And she's like, don't give up mommy. Keep trying. You just haven't gotten it yet. And that was what they focused on in the elementary level is, is that you, you may not be able to do it now. But you, you can do it later. You just have to keep working at it and, and learning those, you know, skills. And so I, I had a lot of fun texting my daughter's principal and teachers and telling her that, you know, she, she got it. Um, you know, I need to not give up on the iPhone apps. Um.
1: Well, and it's interesting you say that because I don't have a lot of interaction with the other CISD schools, and, I, and I'd yeah. like to. But I did at Washington because I'm, I'm so happy that, that I get to be one of the project mentors. mentors and then into the ninth grade campus. Mm -hmm. So I got to meet and spend a lot of time with with Gorka Gorka, over there. Brian Gorka. And then Brandy Painter in the front office is a hoot. And then I really got to know Dr. Weatherly Mm -hmm. and Terry Benson. I just got to tell you, oh, my God. Weatherly, Mark, I love you, bro, but guess what? Terry Benson, Dr. Terry Benson, is by far my favorite of all favorites of all favorites, and I'm not afraid to say it. I love her. I love the way she and Dr. Weatherly and everybody else interact with those kids and it's real and you watch the kids interact back and it's real but they yes. hold them accountable it's not yes. just fun and games but they lead by example and I know that that's through all the schools that's it is. what you guys try it to is do.
0: and that that's what I love about CSD um, my husband and I moved in February into our, our new house and we're still in the same feeder zone that we were in previously but you know, out a little further. And when we were going to look for where we're gonna move, I told Ellen, I'm like, you have 348 square miles. I said, I don't care where in CISD you go because the quality of education will be the same no matter what. And our staff are all incredible. I said, so you can take us to any elementary school, any intermediate, anywhere, but we're staying in CISD. Um,
1: Now, you said that, and Michelle Bischoff might be listening. I know,
0: and I love Michelle. She knows that.
1: What about Christy Baker over Magnolia? yes. Because they're coming on the show, too. Good. But they're going to put a hit out on you. But
0: I'm I'm a CISD girl. They're they're, they're Willis and Magnolia, and and they'll say the same things about their district. We all support each other. The main thing is focusing on our kids. Exactly. And that we all are doing right by our kids. Every district. (laughs) No.
1: So, yeah, the bullying thing I know is a big deal.
0: Yes. Um, so we we are opening a new elementary campus this fall, uh, Lucille Bradley in the Oak Ridge area. And then uh, next year, we are actually opening the new high school in fall of 2018, Grand Oaks. And then we are also opening a new intermediate school over in that feeder wow. zone as well. So that has been our focus. The renovations for Conroe, speaking of Conroe High. Yep. Um, if you've been by, I drive by Conroe every High every day recently, and I see that going you'll, on, you'll see that we are beginning those renovations. That was a $60 million project uh,
1: to what's start. What's the main renovating. focus on that?
0: Um, right? I know you're moving
1: the front from 105 to there, but why? What What's all going well, that's, on?
0: that's at Austin. We're moving the front.
1: I thought Conroe High was moving the front. Mm mm. Okay. No,
0: right now what we're doing is uh, we, we did away with Wilson Road right there and we're going to actually reroute it so that we can have the campus be, you know, continuous and not have to walk across the street in the rain and all that. So right now we're focused on underground utilities. Then they're going to work on getting the new student addition built so that we can move the students into that while we work on the underground. Um, Connor High, oldest campus in the district, yeah. you know, high school and the, the plumbing. Is, is, you know, gonna start to have some problems. It's kind of, you know, run out its useful life. So we're revamping all, all of that and fixing issues there. So in order to do that though, we have to build the new student addition to move the kids into. You can't work underneath the uh, floor and have the kids walk right. over top.
1: Right, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that won't work real well. So we're working on that.
1: Okay, um, you just had, well, I'm going to back up when you yes. said that, all those schools, because I've got a friend, Chantel Hilton. I don't know what she does with the bus system, but she's like some kind of supervisor person. And she loves it. She said it's the best job she's ever had. She loves it because the kids are her kids, so to speak. As a mm-hmm. bus driver, you've got incredible bus drivers. Incredible you really need do.
0: as well, though. But you've got an incredible <laughs> need. And that's what I want to talk about. So let's yes. hit it
1: now. Because people listening, share this. Spread the word. Go to the Facebook page. Go to CISD website. There's a Huge and, and need for bus drivers. That's
0: statewide. There's a huge need for bus drivers. Um I'm sure Christy and Michelle experience the same thing. CISD being as large as we are geographically, we drive over forty thousand miles a day on our buses. Um God. <laughs> Yeah, that's a staggering number. Man. Um so we do need more buses. Uh, more bus drivers specifically. We have our mechanics that work on our buses that also have their license to drive the bus that they're picking up shifts. Um, it is a flexible job because you work in the morning for a few hours and then you work in the afternoon for a few hours. So it's ideal for someone who has that flexibility. Starting pay, we just up to $16 an hour for a bus driver. Um, and that's that's great. That's phenomenal to be able to get 16 Um, You are the first face that these kids see. And And the last face of the day. You don't know what they're coming from or what they're going home to. And so you can set the tone with a smile and a friendly, how are you today, that this kid would never have otherwise. There may not be someone that is seeing them off to the bus. There may not be someone there that is encouraging. And our bus drivers make all the difference in the world. They love these kids so much.
1: And it's so cool to hear you, and, and bear with me, in your supposed ivory tower. Oh, 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 no, please. No, no, you're not. <laughs> I'm saying that. But a lot of people yes. want to say that that school board doesn't know. You are almost word for word what my friend Chantel talked about.
0: <laughs> and, and I don't think I've met Chantel. I might no. have. And, there's there's, there's 7,000 employees. I...
1: <laughs> at a garage sale that we had last yeah. year, a lady came up, and she said she saw the sign Friday because she's a bus driver. And she said the same exact thing, but it makes sense. You are the first face and voice of the day, Mm -hmm. and you're the last voice and face. Mm -hmm. Folks, come on, man. Don't shortchange that. That's a big deal. That's a big big responsibility. Well,
0: and I'll give you a story of one of our best drivers. We had a wonderful um, female supervisor over in the College Park feeder zone, and there was an issue with um, someone in the— Woodlands church parking lot that had broken into a car and gotten a uh, gun out of the car and while they locked down college park uh, to get all the students safe and all that she didn't go running and you know she made sure all of her bus drivers went in and all of them were safe but then she went to help and to stop this person and that's an incredible person Someone that is willing, now we told her not to do that again, um, but someone, <laughs> someone that is willing to help out the police and put yeah. their lives on the line yeah. for, to protect our children. Yeah. That's amazing. And I could tell you so many more stories of kids you know, that have had bus drivers drastically impact their lives um, through saving them with medical issues to just being that face. Um, every person that comes in contact with our kids makes a difference. And if you don't believe that, step foot on a campus. Yeah. Go pick up a book and read to a group of second graders. And you
1: will oh, see man. you
0: yeah. will see what a difference you make in that one kid that you don't think is listening can't sit still because they, you know, just are like that. They don't want to really pay attention, but they're hearing everything you say, regardless of whether they're sitting still, they they get it. And to have a kid run up to you and give you a hug and say that's the best story they've ever heard makes all the difference in the world. Um, one of the things that I did when I first got on the board, when we, we get sworn in, it's November. Um, CISD does school tours every uh, month. We take a Friday, half day, and we go and tour all the campuses. Uh, I went back, they had already toured 19 campuses in uh, by November of 14 when I got elected. I went back and toured all those 19 campuses. It was important to me, we were headed into a bond that uh, for 15, it was important to me that i had gone to every single campus in addition over summer a lot of what we were doing with the bond was talking about improvements to those auxiliary facilities our bus barn maintenance and all that i went back and asked dr stockton to take me and tour me uh, with all those facilities so i got to go to the jet center that we do a lot of training at that a lot of people don't even know really is there Mm -hmm. and see that I went and saw, you know, the bus barn and the maintenance facilities that needed upgrades and needed certain things to happen in order to continue to serve our kids. And that's what I love. Our board is completely focused on serving the kids. We have amazing administration that are focused on the kids. I went to school with Scott Kidd. Okay. So he was the jock and I wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) You, know, you yeah. know one of our wonderful, and of course, John Husbands is a Conrad Tiger awesome alumni, yep. Yep. and then so is Scott Moore, our yep. most recent board yep. um, member. He has uh, been a wonderful addition to the team. We've got a great group of guys and me.
1: So let's do this. We're going to take a short little break. Okay. When we come back, let's stay with CISD and let's talk about teacher raises just came up yes and i think if i'm not mistaken budget
0: yes we That's are working on that yes
1: we're going to throw you under the bus okay <laughs> on budget <laughs> folks listen to montgomery county lost nathan azari got melanie bush of cisd you're listening to lone star community radio your community radio station we'll be right back
2: our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors want to expand your brand awareness reach the hyper local audience in montgomery county the Lone star community radio sponsorships accomplish this want to see our stats and rates check out irlonestarcom sponsor for more information or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question get seen on tv or youtube and heard on our podcast fm and internet radio sponsor your local radio station with lone star community radio
1: good morning good morning dick schistler dick schistler on the highway on the highway all right folks nathan errs adam gun kind of lifestyle i still don't like that name I, i just I got to just go to Montgomery County Lifestyle Talk, Montgomery County Lifestyle Radio TV. I don't know. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Dick Sisler on the street, walking around. He's out there. Folks, if you get a chance, swing by the radio station right now. Find Dick. Give him a hug. He needs a hug. He really needs a hug. He's outside sitting by himself. And especially if you're a pretty young lady. Now, he's got a girlfriend. (laughs) He's got a girlfriend, so you can't go there. But he needs a hug. Sarah, come over and give him a hug. She's listening over at Cowtown Couture. So let's dive back in. Let's talk about teacher, teacher raises. Yes. And then let's get into the budget. That's kind of a hot topic. We could probably talk another hour, but we We don't have that probably
0: could. I I won't bore you with all the details. Uh, Numbers are obviously with uh, being a bookkeeper, numbers are my thing. Um, Teacher raises. We just approved a 2% across the board raise for all teachers. And then for the paraprofessional staff, a 3% raise. Uh, We are trying our best uh, we do not know what our budget is going to look like from the state at this point that is one of the items for special session so we are blessed that our fiscal year doesn't start until September uh, some of our other districts around have a July 1st fiscal year and so they have had to already approve a budget not knowing what the state's gonna do thankfully they can amend that but it's it's a challenging time right. for districts right now and um, so much of what we do is dependent upon the state and a lot of people don't realize how much um, our funding has gone down every year from the state and so we're having to use more of our tax dollars in in order to pay for all that it's what they call the robin hood effect so the recapture system as our property continues to become more valuable they continue to take a little bit more of our property taxes um, at this point in time, we are looking at a, I have my notes. I have to get my notes. Out. Sure. <laughs> this is, this is a big deal. Um, we are one of the only one of three ISDs to receive a five-star rating for Texas smart schools. Wow. Um, we have for seven consecutive years. So we are one of the top in fiscal transparency. We received three transparency stars from the state. And then uh, we are still in the 1-1 box, ERG, if anybody is uh, looking at that, that's one of our other ratings on how we're doing with being fiscally responsible but with high academic standards. And so that's what they're looking at. Um, Because
1: you might be fiscally responsible because you're cutting every corner you can and you're, you're, you know, but you're not providing anything. Not
0: providing anything for the students. I mean, when we had the big budget cuts back in two thousand. Uh, nine session for 2010 CISD didn't cut any fine arts you know that was one of the things that they refused to do whereas a lot of districts that are not in the same position uh, especially down in the valley cut all fine arts yep. completely because they had to they didn't have the money and um, right now we are not looking at a tax rate increase and um, we are looking to hold steady at 1.28 spring ISD just approved their new budget and went up four cents on their tax rate to 1.51 so we are lower than our average peer group by about 19 cents on average. And that's that's huge. We try really hard to keep the tax rate as low as we can, but to still do what we need to do for the kids. Um, the teacher raises were very, very important to us. The other thing that's very important is when we can to pay for capital projects, to pay for schools out of cash, um, we try to avoid taking on unnecessary debt. And so we have uh, Bonnie Wilkinson Elementary, we paid for completely out of cash. Um, Lifecycle in Oak Ridge ninth grade campus upgrades, we did all out of cash. And the new locker rooms at the Woodlands High School, all out of cash. So we're trying to do as much as we can out of that cash rather than taking on debt. Because if your debt gets too high, then you gotta raise that tax rate to compensate for it. And that's not what we wanna do. Um, What we're looking at with budget overall, what our budget's gonna end up being, Probably what we're leaning towards and what we're looking at was, oh, I'm sorry, I'm buffling through my papers here. A total of.
1: That's why they call bookkeepers I and accountants paper shufflers. We
0: are paper shufflers. <laughs> um, four that four hundred seventy-three million seven hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And what that does is it does give those teacher raises. It counts for student growth. Um, we've been growing an average of a little over 1,500 students. Um, with the state funding, yet again, this is a detail that a lot of people don't know. They pay us a year kind of in the rears. They look at what our av, what our growth in students were back in 2015, 2016 for our sixteen seventeen budget. So they're looking at numbers differently. They're not looking at what projected Real enrollment time right is. Now, what, right. Yeah, so we're we're dealing with that. And that's always a big shift for us because we're growing so fast. We actually grew by almost 1,900 students last year alone. We broke the 60,000 mark in total students. That's a lot of kids that you're shuffling here, and, you know, to and from school that you're trying to educate. And one of the keys with the... Uh, you know board is that we keep as much money on campus as possible we keep as much of our money in our people because education is about having teachers and having resources there for the kids that you have your dyslexia coaches you have your other you know specialty needs that you have your instructional coaches to help those kids so 89% of our budget is pure people payroll and benefits <laughs> wow um, that's that's a big deal to be able to pour that much that our contracted services, our supplies, everything else that we're keeping those as low as we possibly can. Um, talking on a somewhat political topic, you know, MCAD has proposed a 17 percent budget increase that will affect CISD if that goes through by an additional three quarters of a million dollars added to our budget of our portion of their budget that we have to pay. That's a big increase in one year especially for our district i can't imagine all the taxing entities and what they're feeling with that as well um that's one of our our main things is trying to control those costs and that's that's a cost we can't control we can't control fuel you know so we're always looking at how can we buy more fuel efficient vehicles how can we do what we need to do to pour as much money into the kids and not into the services without having bad service you know we we gotta have buses. We gotta have good buses that can get them back and forth. And so, looking at the life cycle of buses and trying to replace those on time, and making sure that we're not, you know, pouring money out down bad holes. So.
1: Wow. You guys have a lot on your plate. We do.
0: We do. It'll be interesting when and the session happens. You've got a lot happens. of support
1: stuff. Yeah, that that's going to make a big difference. It is. So we're almost out of time, and we talk about. I talk about this with all my guests, and we talked about it. We could go another hour. We so could. let's do this. Plan it in the back of your head. Let's have you back on, whether you bring Scott or Scott or John <laughs> or Chantel. I'd like to hit on a couple of things. I'd like to come back and let's, when we find out more about the budget, because yes. that's a big deal. That's taxes. And let's redefine Let's talk about that, break it down a little bit more of what that means to the average person out there. Let's, let's let them see that you're not the bad guy. No. The school district Try is not, not the bad be. guy. The school, <laughs> school district is not the bad guy. Let's talk about some of the employment needs. There's a lot of people that are working. They may not realize the beauty of that. Maybe we'll yeah. bring on a bus driver for 10 minutes. Maybe we'll great. bring on, maybe we'll just get a list of all those stories with names if we can. Yeah. Let's paint that picture because now we're doing a lot of things. We're giving love to the people that work mm-hmm. there. We're helping people find work. We're giving love to the kids. And we're making people understand more, get a little bit more involved in the school. Maybe we'll bring on a teacher too or something like that. What do you think? That'd be awesome. Awesome. How can people get a hold of you if they have questions about CISD and stuff like that?
0: So uh, for CISD, I do have a CISD board trustee Facebook page. Um, You can go to that and message me there. Or um, if you really want to track me down, feel free to call my office, Better Bookkeepers, and uh, they can get a hold of me there. It's 832-299-6713.
1: Awesome. Melanie, thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Look forward to having you on very, very soon. Sound good? Sounds great. Awesome. Folks, that was Montgomery County Lifestyle with Nathan Arizati, Melanie Bush, CSD Board of Trustees, business owner, better bookkeepers. Look for the YouTube video to come out later tonight, first thing in the morning, one of the two. I'll have access for you to get a hold of her. We'll get her back on and talk more. Hey, tomorrow's a big day. Pastor Dale Inman, got a lot to talk about. Friday's a huge day. County Judge Court at Law Claudia Laird will be on here. So thank you. Go out and make somebody happy. Go out and be good to somebody else. Go out and love somebody. I got to head to the hospital, see a dear friend. Nathan Erzada, Montgomery County, also reminding you, this is your county, your life and your style. Thanks for checking out this podcast of Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. If you enjoyed this recording, make sure to check out our past shows online at IRLoneStar.com or their respective video or podcast formats on youtube google play or itunes if you have any questions regarding the show either it being about sponsorships or questions for the host contact the station manager at dick at or call the station at 936-647-3776 this show was recorded in downtown conroe texas at the lone star community radio studio and lone star community radio reserves all rights to this recording and images